my company controls several thousand units of multifamily and and other successful ventures in that front. I've flipped about four dozen houses. I've done some wholesale deals. I've done other kind of packaged real estate projects. I've dug myself out of $30,000 in debt in two years because of a house hack. So I'd recommend that to be the first mode because then maybe they don't need as much. Welcome to the Financial Freedom Fast Podcast. The show that teaches you how to buy back your time and live life on your terms. Learn how to confidently leave your nine to five from guests who've done it themselves. Whether you want to lay on a beach, travel the world, or focus on your passions, this show will give you the tools to do what you want when you want. Now, here's your host, Matt Amabile. What is up, Financial Freedom Fast family? It is That's His Way to 10K Wednesday. As you know, this is the episode that we dive into how our guests would recommend that you build up a passive income of $10,000 per month so you can leave your job and retire and reach financial freedom fast because that is what we are all about on this podcast. So today's guest is Matt Faircloth. He's the author of a Bigger Pockets book called Raising Private Capital. He's also the CEO and founder of the DeRosa Group that has thousands and thousands of multifamily apartments under ownership. So trust me when I tell you that Matt can teach you how to quickly build up to $10,000 in passive income every single month. There's some awesome, awesome golden nuggets that Matt drops throughout the entire episode. Really excited for you guys to hear it. So without further ado, let's jump into the pod, baby. Matt Faircloth, welcome to the Financial Freedom Fast podcast. What is going on, Matt? How you doing? I'm spectacular, Matt. Good, Glad to be here, man. And th- thank you for having the show. Thank you for having me on it. Definitely. And for those of you who don't know, Matt is author of a bigger pockets book raising private capital who's an amazon bestseller ceo of the rosa group controls at i think a few thousand apartment units with that company and personal deals and featured on bigger pockets all the time has built up his portfolio really excited to dig in and find out what matt would do to reach financial freedom if he was in in some of our shoes. So Matt, if you could just give an explanation, quick and easy, of what you do and how you built up to this financial level that you're at. It's funny. Like, what do you do? It depends on the day, you know, what I do. I can tell you what I did to get where I'm at, because although I, my company controls several thousand units of multifamily and, and other successful ventures in, in, in that front, I've also done a lot of other things. I've flipped about four dozen houses. I've done some wholesale deals. I've done other kind of packaged real estate projects. I've learned a lot about real estate entrepreneurship and how real estate entrepreneurship works. And also, Matt, what doesn't work for real estate entrepreneurship? If you like, I can go there to start talking about, because I don't want somebody watching to say, oh, I don't want 2,000 units of multifamily, or I don't want that, so I don't need to hear what this guy has to say, or I don't want to listen to Matt's show, or whatever it is. Because right. what I can give you guys is more of a macroscopic view on what I think it takes to be successful in real estate, period. But right. after 15 years of doing this thing full-time. So 
if you're like Matt, you want to, we can go that direction and I can weave in some of my story too on, on how I did what I did. Yeah. Yeah. I think that would be great. Let's take it from there. So if you were in the shoes of someone today, let's say you're 25 years old, you're making $70,000 at your job. You don't have any investments and the market is the way it is right now. What would you do? What are the steps you would take and skills you would need to build to reach financial freedom, build up a passive income? Everybody typically starts either with a job or with some sort of other stream of income that they want to be able to walk away from that probably is something you don't want to do or is consuming too much of their time, right? So they got a job that's too much time and they really don't get the time freedom that they want from that job. And they want to transfer to real estate because they view real estate to be more time time freedom. And it can be. The real estate also is not a zero time injection thing. There's plenty of time that it takes, but it's a lot of times not Monday through Friday, nine to five, which is what makes real estate great that you can, you still got to put in time, but you can choose a bit more when that time is in that. So the first thing that I think that anybody that wants to get that advance their wealth or get further into real estate, that's just getting started, that maybe has a W2 job. Let's start there. First thing they got to do is free up some of their time. And the way that they do that, believe it or not, money and time are directly correlated, especially for trading hours for dollars, right? So the first thing you got to do is you've got to find a way to reduce the amount of dollars you need to keep your lights on. That doesn't mean like necessarily eating ramen noodles every night and cutting back and not going on vacation and whatnot. It, It might mean not driving a friggin' Tesla right now. It might mean driving like a more modest car, but there's also super great hacks to drastically drop your expenses. And so if you're listening to this and you don't own your home now, or even if you do own your home, consider a house hack. Consider becoming a landlord under your own. And there's a book that my man Craig Krulov wrote about house, ha- house hacking on bigger pockets that you guys can pick up. But in essence, what a house hack is buying a property and living there and also inviting other people to live there too. And they pay you money to live there. So you drastically reduce your living expenses. It could be a small multifamily, like a duplex or triplex or quadruplex. And you can get stupid good financing with like just low inch, low money down, like 5% down, that kind of thing. So even if you don't have a ton of money, you can buy a low money down small multifamily and move into it. I got a buddy that lives in a triplex with him, his wife, and his daughter, has a kid, lives in a triplex, and he makes, Matt, makes $800 a month and has no living expenses, no no, no rent, no mortgage, right. nothing. His tenants pay him more than that mortgage is by 800 bucks. How cool is that? Now, right. let's extrapolate that, Matt. If someone listening right now has a housing expense of two to $3,000 a month, and they can transfer that to a net positive or even net zero. When I, because I, this is how I got started. When I started doing it, I lived in a right. three bedroom bath and I rented out two bedrooms of the three bedroom one bath and I lived in the third. Hey, two of my buddies, these don't have to be like people you meet off the street. These could be like your dudes, your people that you hang out with already that would be rooming with you anyway. Have them room with you in a little house and make that your little frat house and have a party in there, but charge them rent for living in your home. And I was doing that. I made 60 bucks a month and I was living there for free. And I was making 80 grand a year as a traveling salesman in my mid twenties. And that was a game changer for me, Matt. And in doing that, it enabled me to keep my 80 grand salary. And what I did in that, and since Matt, is I paid off all my bad debt, 
all my student loans, all my credit cards, all that all went gone in two years. Dug myself out of $30,000 in debt in two years because of a house hack. So I'd recommend that to be the first mode because then maybe they don't need as much. Maybe you don't need that $70,000 a year job. And then you could focus to inject time into the next cycle of real estate. And I'll pause so we can talk about that first cycle. But the first step is reduce your expenses drastically by hacks and also by getting reasonable with what you what you spend money on. And I do, I just want to jump in there and say, I think the point you were getting at too on, on the house hacking side of things, when you said you're spending $2,2500 a month on rent, and then you find a building that you can live in and it'll make you, let's say $500 a month. You're not only making $500 a month compared to your old self that was paying 2,500 and, and now you're making, you're not paying that rent. And now you're making 500 bucks. You're up three grand every month from where you were. Okay. Cut your hours back right there, Matt. Maybe it doesn't mean that you got to quit your job as I've done and as you have done as well, right? Because I know you've done that too. It doesn't mean you have to do that. It might mean, I'll give you a real story. Had I known about house hacking earlier in my life, I might not be a full-time real estate investor. Now, one of my passions was back in the day, Matt, was teaching. And I wanted to be a school teacher, Mm -hmm. but I knew Mm -hmm. that the amount of income that I could make as a school teacher versus what I was making as a traveling sales rep as Ingersoll, I worked for Ingersoll Rand. The income did not match the lifestyle that I wanted. Had I known that, had I known about house hacking earlier, I maybe would have quit my job, bought myself a little house hack, and I, I would be. A, I wanted to teach physics because I loved physics, and so I could be a high school physics teacher right now. That would be me in that. But whatever their, whatever somebody listening's true passion is, it might not be entrepreneurship, building a business, whatever. Maybe their true passion is hiking or owning a kayak shop or whatever it is your real passion for life is it really juices you and gets you going maybe you can live into that passion it doesn't matter how much money you make doing it because you cover your expenses through a house hack we're right. helping people cover their own living expenses and putting a roof over their head through providing them really cool housing that you live in too maybe you right. do that and that enables you to lit to quit the job that's sucking your soul slowly out of your earlobes right <laughs> maybe, maybe you can quit right, right? And do something that feeds your soul over here. It doesn't have to be building a right. 8,000 unit apartment complex business. That jazzes me, but it doesn't have to jazz people listening. What I'm telling you is you can live the life you want if you find a way to reduce your expense. And it's almost like Maslow's hierarchy of needs. You need the safety, you need the housing, the shelter. And that's every, if you get a house act on your side, that can, you can have that for life. And that bottom worries about other things. Then you start working your way up. So let's dig into that. After the house hack, after step yep. one, where would you take it from here? What would you build in yourself to expand upon where you're at? Yeah. What worked for me is, and this is the school teacher and Matt coming out again, what worked for me is explaining to people how to do what I do, either through passive investments through my company, because that's what I do spend most of my time doing is working with people that want to invest passively in real estate or educating people that want to do the same. So I spent a lot of my time doing those things, right? So that works for me because I like conveying knowledge and making complex things, conveying those things in a simple fashion. That's me. But what I'm saying is that it enables people to open up the doors to their passions to whatever that may be. And if they can find a way to exemplify their passions in real estate, if you like analyzing deals, you like negotiating, I know for a fact, Matt Emabiel, my man here, likes to 
find opportunities, find a way to make it fit. And then find it like, you're like an assembler. You like to assemble the puzzle. And, right. and so I like to convey knowledge. There's other people that like to analyze and figure out things. There's other people that like to enroll and sell. Whatever it is that you're, or there's other people that want to be a caretaker, that want to make people better and elevate or whatever it is. Whatever it is your passion right. is, the reason why you were put here on this planet, you can find a way, I think, to make it come through, perhaps to real estate investing. Not that real estate investing is the end all be all, but there's a lot of those passions and life desires that can get brought out through through real estate. So you don't have to be gung ho into real estate. You don't have to fall in love with real estate. No, but it could be a good vehicle for anyone who wants to build up the freedom, the time freedom to go do their passion and build their life. To do what they want, to absolutely do what they want. Or just if you want to travel or whatever, then real estate. I think you and I both know people that I got a few buddies that are nomads. They don't have a home. They don't live anywhere. They've built a few real estate investment properties. And these are these folks are they don't have kids yet or whatever, but they travel the world. And one buddy I'm thinking of right now just recently was riding motorcycles down the Ho Chi Minh Trail in Vietnam with a couple buddies of his. Think about that. Right. Real estate investing enabled him to make again, you don't have to make thirty thousand, forty thousand a month to live like that. Right. He's making three to 4,000 a month, but because he doesn't have housing expense, because all that three to 4,000 a month has to pay for is airfare and food and reasonable hotels, you can live pretty well like that if you just live on the road, but you've got to find a way to produce that income through real estate if that's your passion. So really the step two, Matt, is to discover what you really want from life and what passion you have. Just two things, what your passions are, what your gifts are and what you want. And there are plenty of assessments you can take. I'm a fan of the Colby, K-O-L-B-E, Finder. Finder is an awesome tool. It's a book, but you buy the book, you read it, and it gives you access to an online tool for more money that you have to pay to right. take it, determine what you're great at. And you might not know, man, those tools are there to help you to really why you were put here and what you ought to be doing with the gifts you have. A lot of real estate investors and people going towards financial freedom who have already reached that point and gotten the success that they wanted. They talked a lot about their why. Yeah. I am curious as to one, what was your why? And two, what is the importance of having a why? When I first started my business, Matt, my why was to not go broke. <laughs> he just <laughs> to keep enough money to not go bankrupt next month, right? right? But now that I've achieved enough cash flow, whatever, my deeper why beyond that has always been to make a difference in the just to make an impact on people, to help people like see the bigger sides of themselves, to stretch myself and encourage others to do the same too. Right. That's why. Because there's a little me and a big me, and I want people to see the bigger the, the big me of themselves. And that's probably the why that what I, that for me, that's why I'm here. And it's not travel's great, love traveling, but I'm not here to travel. There's people that are, but that's not me. I'm here for a lot of things. I love my family. I love a lot of that stuff. But my biggest why is to help people see the biggest part of themselves. And now, Matt, quick and dirty here. Let's say they do fall in love with real estate. They really like it. They got their house at Drake the Kool-Aid portfolio. Right. <laughs> they drank Kool-Aid, they got in, they're investing, and they want to buy more, but yeah. they are still making $70,000 a year. They have a house hack that allows them to live for free. Now, how do they go buy more real estate? They don't have any savings. 
their expenses are they're just about paying for their expenses and they save a little bit more. How did they go buy more real estate without money? Yeah, a lot of my book talks about that, but I'll tell I'll summarize it for you real quick, Matt. There, the, everybody has money that that they'd like to put to work and in places, even whether they realize it or not. Money hides in the world, right? And a lot of times, money hides in plain sight. So if I'm in in my network, there are people that have plenty of extra money to invest in real estate passively. They just don't realize they they either don't realize they have it or they don't know that I can help them put it to work. And they think that the stock market is the only place they can go to build their wealth. Or they don't realize that they're free and clear home. By the way, Matt, 30% of America, 30% owns their primary residence free. They also don't realize that the retirement account from the job that they used to have, you could be invested in anything, real estate and then some. 4%, Matt, of IRA accounts are invested in anything else outside of Wall Street, right? That means that 96% of IRAs are on Wall Street right now. And there's a trillion dollars in IRAs right now. So there is money everywhere. There is money everywhere. And if you learn how to look for it, it doesn't necessarily have to be your cousin that just got a big inheritance and doesn't know what to do with it. It's that it's that cousin too, but it's also that you're the friend of yours that's worked for their job for 10 years and then just quit and realizing that, hey, that friend of mine has a retirement account. With a comp with a company match and a company contribution, it might have two or three hundred thousand sitting in it, and that could be invested right. in something else outside of Wall. My my own mother, my aunt Sally, my whatever home may be free and clear. It's about asking those questions and knowing the places to look for that money. And if you know where to look, the money can be very easy to find. If you know how to look for it and the questions to ask, my book talks more about those right. things. Um, my book also That's talks right. about where to place. The money. So once you find the money, what to do with it? And you could certainly buy right. real estate deals, short-term deals, long-term deals, fix and flips, buy and rents, all that stuff. It's right. all there, right. but it's got to match the money's needs. You got to let the money dictate where to go. You can't force a square peg into a round hole. One hundred percent. What Matt just went over is all in his book, raising private capital, and more than that, which has tremendously helped me to at least build confidence in being able to go out and find money and talk to people with money. But let's just ask this question, and then we're going to go into our final questions here. So you got the house hack. You are in the house hack, and you want to go raise some money to get another property and, and buy more. But there's something inside you that says, I only I bought one property. I have one property. What m- makes me eligible to go get other people's money and to buy more real estate. What is it? It's I advise people to try and do whatever you can with your own money for as long as you can. A because you don't want to get is you don't want to get any more diluted, meaning you might have to give things away to your investors and that can sting a little bit when you first get started and giving away a little bit of the cash flow you're making, whatever. So if you can't if you cannot do another deal with your own money, then maybe you bring in an equity partner, one of the people, that's what I did. I brought in somebody who had all the money and he got a lot of the profit on the deal, but that enabled me to build my portfolio, to get going, to take it to the next level. Right. Maybe you might have to give away a little more than you what you'd like to, but that enables you to live another day, be in the next deal, keep swimming, keep going. And that there's also creative debt options you can take. I did, I don't, I think that people need to take this with a grain of salt and take this with proceed with caution on this one. But we did, we went out and found 0% interest credit cards and you can go and 
get those, get credit cards that are a 0% interest for the first 18 months and then take down a cash advance on them, put the money to work in real mm-hmm. estate and then pay the credit card off. That is a little right. hand grenade with the pin pulled out. And so you can't hold it for too long because those credit cards right. will eventually go to 18, 19, 20% interest. But that's another way to get going. If you don't want to go getting private capital from people up front, you can get creative and borrow on your own personal credit. And now on the qualification side, still, I have one property. What qualifies me? Like, how can I feel good to go if I don't have money? Get edu- when I bought my first house hack, I bought that. And then my girlfriend at the time, now wife, Liz of uh, years, invest, real estate invest, her founder, she and I spent a year getting educated. And this is when I lived in my first rental while I was busy paying off all that debt or whatever. We went to real estate seminars. That was what we did. Some couples go to like rock concerts on the weekends. Me and Liz went to like personal development and real estate. <laughs> like, right. We were like the personal development dorks and the, and going to real estate gurus. I've met Robert Kiyosaki, went to one of his seminars and stuff like that. And so we got educated and learned about the mechanisms thereof and learned how to speak in real estate language, learn what works, what doesn't work. And the bottom line of Matt, what made me qualified was the confidence that I got from that education. That education gave me the confidence and the know-how and the do this, the that. And a few mentors that looked out for me and said, hey man, you might not want to do it that way. You might want to do it this way kind of thing. That's what, th- that's what really gave me the qualifications. When it came time to talk to someone, I could say, hey, I researched this. This is how it works. This is why it works. Let me diagram it for you. Here's my cash flow right. chart on money you're going to make when you work with me and everything like that. So education is pretty cheap comparatively. That's exactly how I built it. I did the house act. I knew yep. my information from the house act. You use the house act as a little bit of a qualification. Hey, look what I did here. And then look at this deal that almost looks the same way. And then go buy more with other people. That's awesome. So it it seems like we have a pretty good base. Uh, You want to get to financial freedom today's market. Let's reduce those expenses as much as possible. Save as much as possible. Pull off a house hack. Once you have the house hack, you got your living expenses covered. Go find a passion. Go find something that drives you and Mm -hmm. build upon that. If it is real estate, then learn how to... Learn a skill, learn how to analyze a deal, find good deals, go raise money and bring in some more deals to build that path. And if you want to try it in a safe setting, the the way that Liz and I used to do this is we played Robert Kiyosaki's cash flow game. It's a board game. You go in, you got income and expenses. And I had buddies that I play the game with that would try to get out of the rat race by increasing their income, doing deals. And I did that too. But the way I got out of that game, out of the game faster than anybody else was by paying off my expenses and reducing my expenses Mm -hmm. that it just took less passive income to get me out of the rat race where Mm -hmm. the guy across the table from me needed 10,000 a month to get out of the rat race. I needed 4,000 a month because I was able to reduce my expenses, my carrying costs, my overhead as a investor. And then I was able to shot put up and get to the next level through, through reducing expenses while also focusing on income. You got to focus on both. And that game is a phenomenal way to try these concepts out in a safe space. Genius, genius idea. Love, love the game and completely right. If we were both investing the same and could build the same amount of passive income just as quick and you needed $2,000 to live every month and I needed $10,000, it's 
going to take me five times longer than it's going to take I will get out faster and I'll get back the most valuable resource that anybody has. And that's my time. You're still hustling for that time to make that 10 grand. Yeah, you might be making more than me, but I'm free. Now I can get some other stuff or whatever. And I can 10x or 100x that two, 3,000 a month a lot faster because I can put my time into my business and reinvest it and recycle on top and on top. Awesome information. Thank you, Matt. And now we've got some final questions here. So what is one actionable step that our listeners or viewers should take after today to get started on their path towards financial freedom? As soon as they listen to this interview, get out a pen and write down your 90 days. Where you want to go for 90 days and then read those goals every day. That's it. It sounds, you hear a lot of people talk about it, but very few people actually do that. So an actionable step, aside from the obvious stuff, like checking out my book, listening to more episodes of your podcast, whatever, they can do all that. But if you want to do something that's personally beneficial to yourself, finish this show and sit down and write out where you want to go in the next 90 days in your life, in your business, and then read that. Your mind is going to focus on what you put in front of it. What you write down will will come in. How it comes down. Yeah. What is one question, one topic maybe that you wish I had asked you on this podcast, and how would you have answered that question? what to do when things get really tough because we didn't get it. We talked about a lot of sunshine and roses and stuff like that today. Right. And that's good because right. I'm a sunshine and rose kind of guy. But what to do when things get difficult? And the short answer there is keep going. And Winston Churchill said, if you're going through hell, keep going. So I found that that's worked for me is that if times are tough, just find a way to keep going. Just don't quit because the only way you lose right. is if you Keep yourself motivated, keep pushing, and, and your goals yeah. will eventually come up there. That's awesome. And last question here, where can my listeners, watchers find you online? What other mediums they've got your sure. Where else can they find you? Yeah, they can pick up. A, we've centered a lot of our stuff on our website. So just derosagroup.com, D-E-R-O-S-A group.com, derosagroup.com. You can pick up a copy of my book. You can join a lot of our education communities there. You can invest with us. If you got passive, you're looking to put to work. If you have that IRA that you don't know what to do with, we can pay you a great return on it. Go on our website at derosagroup.com. Awesome. Thank you, Matt, for your time today. Love connecting with you always. We got to grab grab another lunch sometime in, in Europe there. and Come see me, man. Really, really appreciate the time. Yeah, man, you too. Thanks, Matt. Thanks, Thanks for, for listening, listening to the, the Financial, Financial Freedom, Freedom Fast Podcast. The show that teaches you to buy back your time and live life on your terms. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast wherever you're listening and follow us online at Matt Amabile. That's Matt, A-M-A-B-I-L-E. Be sure to tune in Monday, Wednesday, and Friday for our weekly podcast drops. Thanks for listening. Let's retire together.